Welcome to the Talking Story Podcast, where we believe all of us can have a more purposeful and meaningful, and yes, an even more exciting life. Listen to inspiring stories about ordinary people who have done extraordinary things with their lives, through their hobbies, their passions, and their businesses. Join your hosts, father and daughter team, Bob and Kelsey, as they travel the world seeking out those whose stories inspire us to do things greater than what we imagined we could. Well, welcome to the Talking Story podcast. I am Bob Walaszewski, your co-host. And I'm Kelsey Walaszewski. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> it is what? How many, how many months now have we been doing this podcast well, we just hit two years because Moy Moy just celebrated their third year and the Talking Story podcast launched. on the year, anniversary of year one. So yep. 24 months of uh, podcasting when, you know, 25 months ago, I had no idea that that was in our future. And uh, I remember telling you, Kelsey, that I'd be happy to do it. But I just thought we'd run out of topics out of after about two or three months, and we'd be trying to figure out what to talk about. That has not been a problem, has it? No, and we've just begun, so we've just scratched the surface. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be back. We took a little bit of a sabbatical, so listeners, welcome back. We're happy to be in your earbuds once again. And we often have themes, um, and, and a theme... It, it, this is kind of for the rest of the year, I guess, is to talk about altruism. And there is a, I mean, it's always good to talk about altruism, but there is a Moy Moy project, Moy Moy's first product, um, that has an altruistic flair and bent. Tell our listeners what that is before we introduce this podcast. Well, yeah, we just launched our first children's book that ties in my passion for humpback whales and this idea of altruism. And for those that don't know who, or for those that don't know what altruism is, I guess, Dad, you should tell them. Well, it's doing something for someone else with no benefit to yourself. And uh, interestingly enough, that is not just a human characteristic. And that takes shape in the book. Now, in this interview, folks, uh, Kelsey, you were in... Indiana recently, and you sat down with the author of this children's book project that Moy Moy is going to publish, which you've edited, uh, which there's a whole wonderful story about how the illustrations, beautiful illustrations, came to be part of this book. Um, but this isn't just as like the world needs one more children's book, but the world does need a children's book like this because this is t teaching kids about this million-dollar word, altruism, so that it can get deep inside their hearts and inside their spirit. Um, why is that? Well, I think we're just going to point straight to the interview right now because I think Ashley's uh, the author of this book and I are going to explore why it's important. So listeners, we would just encourage you to, you know, we're trying to shorten these podcasts a little bit so that way you're more motivated to listen. They're not going to be as lengthy anymore, but we would just encourage you to grab a cup of coffee and just pretend that you're part of this conversation with Ashley and I as we really dissect this read the why behind the book and um and just would invite you to be part of this journey with us enjoy the show 
Ashley, I'm sitting here in your dining room in Ossian, Indiana. I didn't even know there was an Ossian, Indiana. <laughs> Not a lot of people do. <laughs> but here we are. And it's crazy because I met you almost a year ago. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is, yeah. A year ago, we're in complete shutdown as really the world mm-hmm. in 2020. Here we are, fall 2021. So in 2020, a year ago, just not knowing what to do. Um, I personally was kind of feeling stuck in Hawaii and I felt like I had a stirring in my heart to get the message of Moi Moi out to more people. So I hopped on a plane and started to kind of travel across country and doing little Moi Moi parties. And it happened to be that we have the same mutual friend. Yes. Well, shout out to Danny, who says, sure, I'll host a Moi Moi party at your parents' house. Yeah. And that's where we met. And in my little presentation, not everyone knows about my presentation, but I talk about humpback whales. And for those who have been following the Talking Story podcast for the beginning since 2019, one of our first episodes, which is a little rough to listen to because it's our first, (laughs) but it kind of gives the story of how the whales inspired me. And I use that in my talk at Moi Moi. And you listened to this and what, what stirred in you? I mean, there's a lot of people that have heard my little presentation, but something about you and I, yeah, we clicked. That is funny to think about. No, I just, I heard about the humpback whales being altruistic was the word that you used. And that's a word that I've heard, but like a lot of other people, like if you asked me what it meant, I don't know if I would have been able to say a sound definition. So just hearing about the altruism of the whales and how they would come in and protect somebody else with no benefit to themselves was just kind of mind blowing. Like people just don't do that. And I think especially in, in the context of the year that we just came through, um, 2020 was just rough in a lot of different ways. And I just feel like people were trying to get at each other more than they were trying to come together And just selfishness was just showing its ugly head in a lot of different ways. And I just felt like, wow, that is really powerful. And I just wish that we were more like that. And how, how do I, how do I be more like that? How do I get my children to be more like that? was just kind of some of the thoughts that ran through my head. And I just thought people just need to hear that story because it's inspiring. People don't just do it because you tell them to like inspirational stories like the ones you told or like that the humpback whales do it's it just motivates you to do something better or to be better yeah I couldn't agree more you know just to go off that I just think it's just for the guest to really or the listener to really understand what I'm talking or what we're talking about here is the idea that humpbacks will use their bodies I mean they risk getting injured they risk death when they're trying to protect someone else and not just as like they're young, you know, like you're, you're a mom, you're a mom mm-hmm. of three, mm-hmm. uh, your eight, the ages of your kids are seven, five, and three. Yeah. You're a busy mom, mm-hmm. busy mom of three, <laughs> but you know, you're a mama bear. So when someone's coming after your own right. young, it's very natural for you to like go into protection mode. But what humpback whales, they're protecting a whole different species mm-hmm. that they have no connection with. 
and yet they're willing to risk and sacrifice for themselves. So, so here you are, I'm sharing this story, something's resonating within you. And then you go and tell our friend, Danny, that you have this dream to write a children's book. Yeah. Which really, I was thinking about that and it's not, that's not really my MO. Like (laughs) I was thinking about writing this book. Like, I don't even know why I told her that, wow. but I just think that was some divine intervention. Like it just was a spark that needed to be flamed and God knew that. And so I, for whatever reason, I did say that to Danny and she just says, huh, that's interesting. Kelsey has just said something very similar. I'm like, get out of town. <laughs> so for me, I'm a journaler. So I've been talking, you know, my friends back home will say that I dream like 30 dreams and like five will stick, you know? So they're always like, okay, what's Kelsey dreaming up of next? And so, and you know, but I'm a journaler before I start to tell my friends. So I probably have 50 dreams Mm -hmm. that I've been journaling. And one of them is writing a kid's book, um, really just a book. And even though I wasn't necessarily the author of this book, there was something that stirred within me that was the same thing. We have to get the message out about altruism. Like, I am so, I guess I think I'm a little over all the self-help books that are out there of like, this is how to fix yourself and this is how to make yourself better. And yet we're still, still dealing with ample amounts of depression, anxiety. Like, I mean, mental health is up the wazoo. Like people are dealing with things that they haven't dealt with in a very long time or it's been amplified after the pandemic. And so here we are you know, just, okay, how do we fix ourselves? How do we get ourselves back? And I'm like, I think the secret is not about fixing ourselves, but it's using ourselves to help other people. And as I've tried to do this in my own life, and I'm not anywhere perfect, but as I volunteer or look to ways to give or, you know, use my home and open it up to a stranger, whatever that looks like, I find there's just incredible joy that comes mm-hmm. from that. And so, and I think that's potentially why the whales do it too, is they understand that there's something about when we put ourselves down in order to help other people that we are actually truly blessed by it. And so I was telling Danny of this, like, I want to get this message out there. And she ended up putting the two of us together. Mm-hmm. So let's like recall, because this whole last year is kind of a blur. <laughs> But you and I started talking in December. December. It was just a few days after Christmas. Okay. And we just started to say, hey, let's try to write this book Mm -hmm. about whales. Mm -hmm. And we wrote draft number one Mm -hmm. and draft number two. (laughs) And on and on and on. I mean, as you go through school... You know, you you practice writing a rough draft and then you edit it with a partner and then you make your final revisions and then you're done. You publish it. It's just like a three-step process. So this is like, no, draft after draft after draft after draft. (laughs) I think if someone had told us this is what we were about to get ourselves into, we probably would have been like hard pass. Like, no thanks. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've said that. Like writing a children's book is something that has always entertained me just because I like children's books. But there's, I've always known that there's a lot of work that goes into it that I, you know, either I don't feel like I can do on my own or I don't feel like I have the time for. Yeah. And I, I mean, this year has been no different. I don't have any more time now than I, you know, did before, but I just, God made a way, you know. 
Okay, so let's talk about time because you just kind of alluded to the fact that you didn't just drop everything and focus on this book. You carried on your schedule, your normal life. You homeschool? I homeschool, yep. My So my seven-year-old is in first grade this year. My five-year-old is kindergarten and the three-year-old is preschool. Okay. I feel like a lot of our listeners could be like, what? You know, like they're raising their hands going, my life is just as busy. I mean, you're, you're up at what time and going to bed at what time? Uh, well, I've had a lot of other things going on in the last year. So it's actually, it's really actually been an amazing year to try to do this just Mm. because, so we connected the week after Christmas because I was flat on my back after having my gallbladder removed. And so I thought, well, I can call her and we can talk about this. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the whole thing is just kind of ridiculous. Oh, I just got out of surgery. Let's talk about writing a book. Um, so yeah. So with sleep and time, like I like to wake up at six because my kids get up at seven and I like to start my day before they start theirs. I feel like the day goes better that way. And then typically I'm a night owl and I like, but my husband is not. And so we try to do a compromise that's usually like 10. Okay. Um, so that's that's my general time frame. But with other things, like sleep has been really important to me. Um, and then, you know, you were, you were very gracious in the beginning just saying, if this is not going to work for you, like I do not want to take away from your family. And I, I'm very careful about, you know, how I spend my time and I don't like taking away from my family either. So I remember saying like, well, this is actually perfect because, you know, starting in January, we're going to start writing their own stories and we're going to go through the writing process and what better way to teach them than to like have this example. Like, so this is mommy's rough draft and we're going to edit this story. And, you know, I kind of thought it was going to go along with it and it kind of extended <laughs> I mean, longer listeners, friends, you have no idea how many drafts we were. But uh, it's, it's so it started off where you were in line with the homeschool group. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And, and, and my cool? daughter kind of, yeah, my daughter was very into it in the beginning because it was new. And I would ask her, like, well, what do you think, you know, the character should say here or there or whatever? And what do you think about this sentence? And so it, it really was. It was good practice. And it did set them up for like writing their own stories, which they did. They just finished theirs before I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, let's backtrack a little bit because in every book you have to go, okay, who's the author? And then we've got to have pictures. Mm-hmm. And I think this was maybe in December as well, where yeah. we started to talk about, okay, let's, let's do this together. Mm-hmm. But who are we going to have illustrate? And at that point, and probably this is where my involvement really has come in, um, is I was in Kenya back in 2019 and actually met an illust- well, I would say an artist, mm-hmm. neat guy, bought a painting from him. And like you do when you're traveling in third world countries, you typically exchange contacts, mm-hmm. which we did. And nothing really came of it except till now. And what I um, really, I, I'll take a little bit of my story. So May of 2020, when this whole pandemic is happening, I'm just going, oh my gosh, how are my friends and the people that I have met in these third world countries going to survive an economic shutdown? Mm -hmm. Like I'm already seeing the United States kind of going up in flames going, this is crazy. Hawaii is shutting down. Businesses are dropping like flies. Like how are people going to continue their livelihoods? But then it's, let's look at the broader picture. And there's people who 
they don't have a savings account. They don't have a PPP and government stimulus and all this other stuff that we have in the United States. So how are we going to help our friends here survive? So I was in contact with all these people that I had met and Robert, this man who was this artist that I had bought a painting friend from, I was starting to get bits of his story that he was, he got kicked out of his house because mm-hmm. he couldn't pay his rent because the community of Watamu is so tourist dependent, mm-hmm. just like Hawaii. And when the tourists stop coming, there's no one to sell his paintings to. And so he is literally going, what am I going to do? And so he gets kicked out of his house and is living on the streets. His wife leaves him and I'm getting pictures and it's rainy monsoon season. I think this was June, July of 2020 and it was just pouring rain. So I'm getting pictures and stories of this man who is trying to cook outside and cannot. And so he has just reached a very low point of his life. And as we're trying to do some of these little microloans, I'm trying to see like, how can we get Robert, the artist to transition to a chicken business? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my dear friend in Kenya, John goes, Kelsey, you can't transition an artist into a chicken (laughs) business. And I mean, think what you think, friends. I I definitely was like, well, at this point, you can't be too picky, but I get it (laughs) because God really gifted this man in art. And as we both have come to know and you know, we really want to stir in people, their passions and their desires and what God has created for them to do. And for Robert, it's art is a tool for him. And so we started to talk. I brought Robert as an idea to the table. December phone call Yeah, that you just, I call, we called each other and I said, I have this story. I kind of already started writing parts of it. Yes. And, And I heard that you kind of are interested in so what, where do we go from here? And you said, well, why don't you just read it to me? So I read what I had. And then you said, okay, well, here's my piece. And then you brought in Robert. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that is so cool. And that's what made me want to do it. Yeah. Because what, like, yes, I was going to teach my daughter writing and it would go with it. But still, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. But what better, like, reason yeah. to do that? I thought, oh. I want to do this. That's so cool. And I think that's really what stirred it in me. You started writing it. We have Robert who is so gifted yeah. and it was just like, let's put the two of these things together. So yeah. I contacted Robert. We started paying him. I think it was January of 2021 where I just gave him little ideas. I mean, okay. For our listener, you know, this Ashley, like Robert is a very talented artist, but he's never seen a whale. Mm-hmm. He's never been snorkeling. He doesn't right. know what the, <laughs> bottom of the ocean looks like. So we're kind of asking him to do something that's way outside his comfort zone even. And we're taking this risk of like, we know he's a talented artist, but can he actually illustrate a book about whales? Mm-hmm. I mean, looking back, I'm like, we're crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you kept saying, it might not be, it might not, it might not work out. And I'm like, no, it has to work out. Robert has to be. So Robert's taking napkins and a pencil and submitting photos to me once a month. And yeah. it was good. I mean, I definitely was like, okay, well, we have a long way to go, but it was something and he was starting to practice. And so we're going to jump ahead to, gosh, when was it? June of 2021. Yeah. Where you and I meet in Chicago. Yep. Second time ever being together, I think. Second time ever being (laughs) together. Although we've had so many phone conversations at this point and FaceTimes. But yeah, so I, 
I finally, I pulled the trigger and I'm going to Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not able to join me because you are a mom of three and mm-hmm. I so respect that. But here I am. And even in Chicago, we're meeting and I'm like, Ashley, this may not work. Yeah. But here we are. We have a good draft that we feel pretty solid about. So now we have to work on a storyboard mm-hmm. of what do the illustrations look like. And so for 24 hours, which yeah. I don't know, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> looking back. I'm like, we needed to have given uh, myself, Robert, you more time and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, we have 24 hours to put together a storyboard. So I feel like we didn't get a whole lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. We did some walks as mm-hmm. we needed some inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, we ate some really good food. Yeah. And we come up with the storyboard and I'm on a plane. And that's where I head to Kenya and we meet with Robert and in nine days, he does the illustrations for us, which is what you can now see in this book, folks. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's pretty cool. So uh, coming back, I did get to come back after the Africa trip, meet you, bring you the illustrations. What did you think about them? I know you kind of were with us uh, through Skype or FaceTime when the internet worked, which Mm -hmm. is always difficult. It was really hard to not be with you guys. It's hard not having you. Yeah. It just, you know, it's our project we've been working on for months and like we have certain ways that we want the pages to look, but then, you know, getting Robert to see the same after just jumping into it, you know, it was different and the whole process, I mean, it was just, it was crazy. (laughs) But when I got them and looked at them for real, I mean, he is just so talented. They are so, and I could pick out a few of them that are just my absolute faves. Yeah. And yeah, I just, just the way that they come together, the spreads were just really impressive. I just, I was super impressed. Yeah. Well, I was super impressed with him. I know I came with a storyboard and kind of an expectation of this is what we need. And it was interesting in the nine days with him having to adjust Mm -hmm. to his level. There were certain things like we wanted a whale to tumble. Mm -hmm. Um, It's hard to ask him, Robert, to draw a whale to tumble. And so it was interesting coming in with expectations, but then understanding, oh, this isn't going to happen. And so having to adjust, sometimes I could ask you to say, hey, what do you think about this? Sometimes we had no internet and I would just have to kind of make it happen. Right. And what maybe our listener doesn't know, at the same time, Robert's doing illustrations. The girl who's traveling with me as kind of my Mm, buddy is sick and in the hospital. Mm. So there's a lot going on, but I just really felt through the whole thing, such peace, which was really exciting to know that I really think God has a beautiful plan and a purpose Mm -hmm. for this book, that Mm -hmm. there was a lot going against us that I thought, Gosh, I feel like I I could have quit at any time and just been like, this is too hard. This is too much. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. even in the writing process as you were going through, you know, even some of the health stuff that it could have just been like, you know what, let's scratch this. This Mm -hmm. is crazy. But we kept persevering. And here we are now sitting here, October of 2021, about to launch your first book and my first book that I get to be a distributor because <laughs> yeah. Moy taken this book and it's our first product. So mm-hmm. I just want to know in the last two minutes, <laughs> how are you feeling? Oh, it's crazy. It's a renewed sense of excitement. You know, being excited about it right at the very beginning was pretty special. And then just seeing all the different ways that God has worked and pushed it through. Like, yeah. I just keep telling people there's no way this book even makes the process of the book just does not make sense 
but God. You know, it does not, the stats just don't line up. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And so it's just really cool. I just have thought from the beginning, you know, if this is going to work, God's going to make it work. And I just he just continually keeps pushing it right along. And it might not be on our timeline that we've set or things like pictures might not have turned out just the way that it went with the story. So we adjusted the story, right? So now in October, um, just getting ready for a book launch and trying to get the word out here. And like a lot of people just telling telling them for the first time that there's a book coming out. It's just, it is really exciting yeah. to do that. Well, and obviously well, there's a whole topic of this book that that we really, we've talked earlier in the podcast about, and we just want to end here is about altruism. And this is an important subject for you and me. I alluded to the fact that I believe it really changes a life. You know, we are seeing mental health issues in today's world, like we've never seen before. And we're so much pumping self-help books. Oh, this is how to fix yourself. This is what to do differently. Self, 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 self. And this book is kind of going against culture and saying it's actually not about self, but it's maybe denying yourself, sacrificing comforts, rights, whatever it may be for the sake of others. And there you will find ultimate joy. This is a big concept for both you and I, and Mm -hmm. I would love for you to expand on why this is so important to you. This is the foundation really of your family. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it goes back to is more blessed to give than to receive, right? Something that we say, something that a lot of people are familiar with, but do we actually believe it? Do we, do we live it that way? And so another thing that happened in my family this year is my husband voluntarily took a job change and it was a sacrifice. We've been talking about it for a couple of years. So it's just interesting how God has been working on that sacrificial part in our hearts already. Mm. And then put this story, put you, you know, in front of us with this story of the humpback whales altruism and how it just all ties together. He, Cody now work, he used to work at a bank here locally. And then he was approached to work at a not for profit organization, Forgotten Children. Yeah, we've been on our podcast, right? So. Yes, yes. <laughs> Forgotten Children, folks, you got to check out that podcast. Yes, and so it's just a hard decision, and it just can't kind of came right down to like, what do we want our children to see us doing versus and just not just talking about yeah. sacrificing for others. But can we show them that we do want to sacrifice for others by how we live our life, by how, what job you have, you know? And so that, um, that's just really become a heartbeat of our family. Like Mm -hmm. we, we do things for others because that's Cody's role now working at Forgotten Children Um, and the other staff there, they're just, it's just a selfless organization, very focused on people in other countries, Mm. you know, we're so blessed here. And I think if I could teach my children anything, it's just, you have it so good. You have it so good. And you can sacrifice a lot of what you have in order to help somebody else. You might not get anything from it, but that's what altruism is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well said, Ashley. I think we're about out of time. I feel like there's so much more to talk mm-hmm. about. I don't think this is going to be your first and last time on the podcast. <laughs> I think there's going to be, definitely be a demand for more. Mm-hmm. And especially as we're looking at book number two and number three, yeah. which is exciting. 
Um, I think our folks are really going to get to know you quite well. So thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me in your dining room. My pleasure. And until next time, a hooey ho. That was interesting, Kelsey. You and Ashley uh, have a special bond going right now, and it's not just about this book, you can tell, but it's interesting that you could work on this book with someone that you didn't even know from Adam yet over, you know, 13 months ago. Yeah, it's just been a pleasure to get to know her and just excited to see what um, God's going to do throughout this journey of writing this book. I think it's going to be the first of three, which we'll see if that is correct or not. Uh, But listeners, what I really, my hope and my prayer is, uh, one, when you go buy the book, (laughs) that's just an obvious, like, we would love for you to be a part of this with us because by you purchasing this book, it's going to continue to help the people in Africa because we've pledged Uh, to Robert that a portion of the profit will be going back to this particular community that he lives in to help more people get back on their feet post-pandemic. So again, by you purchasing the book, you're participating with us in that. And second, talk about the book. Once it arrives or go on our website or share this podcast to your friends and family, like that is going to be such a huge help. And, you know, really something truly even altruistic, you know, what do you get out of it? really nothing except the joy of being able to know that just by word of mouth, you're helping other people. Um, And then three, like I would love for this podcast to be an inspiration to those who have dreams in their hearts as well. So it's not just pointing to Ashley and I and what's taken place within this last year, but we just know that as you, as a listener, you're, you're stirring, there's, you know, your heart's stirring, you're having dreams and our encouragement to you is that we were able to look a year later and just kind of see all the pieces of the puzzle that God has done thus far, which I know there's more pieces still to come. And it's just exciting to be like, oh my gosh, like we pressed through that or boy, that was a hard season, but we kept going. And so my encouragement to you would be the same. Just keep pressing in, keep going, moving forward with what's stirring in your heart, because there's a reason there's a stirring in your heart. You know, I really enjoyed book one, um, but there was just, there was an untold story. And at the very end, I said, I just wonder what happened. And then I mentioned what I, you know, what happened to this character? And you're like, Dad, that's book number two. So I'm already looking forward to book number two, and I'm sure book three will be tied into that as well. So again, as, as Kelsey said, uh, with as we're taping this, Christmas is coming. You may be listening post-Christmas, but if you're catching this pre-Christmas, what a great Christmas gift for a grandchild, a child, you know, someone who probably hasn't re- reached their 12th birthday, anywhere from that age of, of uh, 2 to, to 11 is going to be uh, the, the market. So, And I would also encourage you to drop you know, have a, you know, six or seven in your car and take one to the dentist office and the doctor's office and, and the pediatrician and, 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 uh, maybe one for the church library. And there's just a lot of different places that this book could end up and be read and be such an encouragement and a blessing in people's lives. So anyways, thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate you as a faithful, or if it's your first time listening to the plug, 
to in listening. You almost said plugged in. <laughs> you're going back to your old job here. Listening to the Moy Moy podcast. Yes, you're exactly. It's it's too many years of that in in my mind. So thanks again, and we'll catch you next Monday. Thanks for joining us today on the Talking Story Podcast. We hope you feel encouraged and inspired. Be sure to visit our show notes for more information and find us on social media at the Talking Story Podcast. Your hosts, Bob and Kelsey, want to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Oh, and big mahalo to our sponsor of today's podcast, Moy Moy Market, a one-stop shop to purchase products with purpose. We truly believe you have it in you to change the world too and to make an amazing difference in the lives of others.